0: Welcome to Supersized Science, where we feature research and discoveries nationwide, enabled by advanced computing technology and expertise at the Texas Advanced Computing Center of the University of Texas at Austin. I'm Jorge Salazar, a science writer at Tech. Ultramassive black holes are the most massive objects in the universe. Their mass can reach millions and billions of solar masses. Supercomputer simulations on Tax Frontera supercomputer have helped astrophysicists to reveal the origin of ultramassive black holes, formed about 11 billion years ago. On the podcast today is Yu Ying Ni, a postdoctoral fellow at the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Ni is the lead author of work published in the Astrophysical Journal December of 2022 that found ultra massive black hole formation from the merger of triple quasars, systems of three galactic cores illuminated by gas and dust falling into a nested supermassive black hole. Dr. Ni, welcome to the podcast. What are the main findings of your study on ultra massive black holes? Um, And this used. um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just
1: uh so there's a many interesting science aspects about asteroid simulation that we can like look at. And the this paper particular one is like one like specific aspect that uh we look at the formation channel of those very extreme objects, like the ultra-massive black hole. The one we're finding here is the most massive black hole, like either in this simulation or like from the observations. It's approaching the theoretical upper limit of the black hole mass can never reach over 10 to the 10, even 10 to the 11 solar mass. Those are kind of very extreme exotic objects that people have no idea like whether they exist or how are they able to assemble such high mass. So the one unique aspect of Astrid is that uh, it probes a very large cosmic volume with very high resolution. So it's very, a very computational challenging task, but the, it can bring us a like very uh, unique aspect that you are able to finally probe those very rare extreme objects that you can only catch them from a very large volume simulation. What we find here is that this like, uh, ultramassive black hole, like they assemble their mass. Around the time of the cosmic noon, this is the time when both the star formation, AGN, or supermassive black hole in general reach their peak activity. This is what people call cosmic noon. Uh, there's a lot of like galaxy merger happening along with the activity of the AGN. So if you look at the curve of the star formation rate history or the black hole accretion rate history over the cosmic history, uh, this time epoch is like the peak. Uh, in terms of the in general the, the star formation and agent activity. So in this epoch we uh spot a very uh, extreme merger of three very massive galaxies and each of the, the galaxy masses time t- is like 10 times of our own Milky Way mass and such three gigantic galaxies they kind of like merge in a very short time period of only a few hundred mega year and the Supermassive black hole sits in the center of those three galaxies. They like uh merge in a very short time period and are able to uh, finally assemble a like uh this ultra-massive black hole we see in today's universe. This is a very like rare environment for a like large structure to host such three very extreme um massive galaxies. You can like this is like a very like large uh cluster pro. Proto-cluster halo, so it's like as rare as the most largest galaxy cluster we know, like in today's universe. The most interesting part of this is that uh, we find that uh, one like very likely possible formation channel of those ultra massive black holes from this very extreme merger of the massive galaxies that are most likely to happen in the epoch of the, the cosmic noon, and that the progenitor of this system those uh, three very massive galaxies with their quasars and in with their supermassive black hole in the center, it forms a very rare like quasar triplet where you can see three very bright AGN or quasars. They're like cl- uh, close to each other and uh, form a triplet system. So observationally, people find like a quasar binary, the dual quasars or dual AGNs, And uh, very rarely, they will find like multiplets like the triplet quasars. And uh, our finding, like a hint, that maybe those like quasar triplet system, they are the progenitor of those uh, very rare ultra massive black holes. After those like triplet uh, gravitationally interact and merge with each other, they can form this uh, very massive ultra massive black holes.
0: Could you speak a little bit more also to how these uh, very exotic structures? I mean, what I mean, black holes in general, but these ultra massive black holes. Um, mm-hmm. How are they? How are they influencing uh, the formation of stars during this period that you study? this cosmic noon, um, uh, way back in the universe's past, um, when stars were being intensely formed?
1: Yeah, it's like a co-evolution picture. So the gas that fuels those very bright quasars, they also fuel the star formation. But the interesting part is that the feedback from the supermassive black holes on their surroundings will quench the star formation also. So what, we're, what we are finding here is that after this formation of this ultramassive black hole because of the accretion onto the black hole is so aggressive that the, uh, when the black hole reaches this very like, gigantic mass, they like, also perform like uh, feedback on their uh, galaxy surroundings and quench uh, the star formation. That's like a very like general pattern for the activity of those ultramassive black holes.
0: Um, would you speak to the a little bit more about the Astrid uh, simulation that you've developed, uh, you, you and your team that have developed? What's in there? Um, what are some of the challenges that you faced? And also maybe um, uh, talk a little bit about how TAC was able to, to help um, uh, TAC through the NSF-funded uh, Frontera system. And uh, I, I think that's the only system you use here. Um, uh, you, you may abuse it. If you use another system, please let me know, like Stampede 2 or something. Oh, uh, um,
1: only used, Yeah. Uh, Frontera is the only system like uh, we performed Astrid it, uh, from the starting point from day one. So it's uh, so it's pure like Frontera-based simulation. I mean, the main a- aspect of the Astrid is that it's the largest simulation in terms of the particle load or the memory load in the field of galaxy formation simulations. So it's very computationally challenging. It's hard to like scale the simulation I mean to scale this this computational task uh to this large particle load. But like Frontera is like a very ideal location because the uh, of this like resources. And uh we use like 2048 nodes, like the maximum allowable in the large run that uh in the large QI, uh, to launch this uh simulation like routine basis. Like so it's only like, it's only possible on like such large supercomputer systems like Hera. And uh, this, yeah, the science goal of Astrid, as I already stated, is to study the galaxy formation and the, the coalescence of the supermassive black hole and the realization over the cosmic history. It's like a suite for a theoretical study of the galaxy formation in general with this high, large volume and very high resolution
0: what's next what is the next step for this research
1: so we are going to like follow up for example uh, for this specific one we are following up like uh, what's the descendant of this system after we progress the simulation to lower redshift we will be able to like do a systematic uh, like statistical study of what happens to this like ultra massive black hole do they stay to be quenched and the uh, uh, what's the descendant of this like pro cluster? Does it form into a uh, the the massive cluster as we see today? And uh, is there any other uh, systems like that when we progress the simulation to further? So they, these are the direct follow up to this specific ultra massive black hole research.
0: I also imagine as uh, as the new data comes in from James Webb and, yeah, uh, and yeah. other systems, it's going to inform right. these models and really raise new questions.
1: Yeah, and we also like plan to do like a systematic uh, study on the galaxy host for the agent host in general. They are also like very important science target for James Webb, like how the morphology of their host galaxies are and how they are different from the uh, compared to the population of the galaxy at this time, I hope, in general.
0: You've been listening to Yu Yang Ni of the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Supersized Science is part of the Texas Podcast Network, the conversations changing the world, brought to you by the University of Texas at Austin. The opinions expressed in this podcast represent the views of the host, not of the University of Texas at Austin. For the Texas Advanced Computing Center, I'm Jorge Salazar.